Good morning. Welcome to my podcast. The name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues on Relationships. My podcast will be no longer than 30 minutes. I will open up the floor. Please feel free to respond back. Please be respectful. I'll get back to you. My first topic is, what do you do after six months into a relationship and a representative is no longer there and the real person shows up? This is a person you're not used to dealing with. Wouldn't it be nice if people be honest and say, I'm a liar. I'm a manipulator. I date a lot of people. I'm hateful. I'm disrespectful. I cheat. I'm rude. I'm jealous. I'm unworthy. I'm disloyal. Wouldn't be nice that you wouldn't have to figure people out? So the topic of the day is, what do you do when a representative is no longer there and the real person shows up? Thank you for listening. I look forward to hearing from you. Please feel free to respond back to me and enjoy your day. Good morning and welcome to my podcast. My name is Felicia Pearson. The name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. The topic for today is promiscuous. Being promiscuous and losing your virginity at a young age is the act or practice of having sex frequently with different partners or one night stand. In the Roman days, they would have orgies. They would have sexual ceremonies held in honor of the Greeks. When you are sexually active, you rob yourself from having a healthy sexual encounter or relationship with your future husband. Choosing to be promiscuous at a young age is a choice. Exploiting your body for someone else's personal gain. When you have sex at a young age, you wake up something, leave it asleep. It's called urges and desires. When something is woken up too early, it becomes a strong desire or an impulse. Exploiting your body means to use your body for someone else's personal or selfish gain for profit. When you sit down and listen to older people, your grandmother, your father, your mother, your teacher, they all say, wait to have sex. When you have sex too young, you rob yourself from getting to know yourself. Let me raise a question. Can you trust someone with you? Can you trust someone with every inch of your body? Can you trust someone with your mind? When people try to convince you or make you believe it's okay to have sex at a young age, don't believe them. Because your hormones get out of control. It's hard to stop them. That's why you're told, wait until have sex so you could be able to handle them. Losing your virginity at a young age, you become an inmate or a prisoner or enslaved to the flesh.
and become a prisoner in your own body. When you start to imagine, using your imagination, begin to start having desires, you will have to quench your thirst. You find yourself doing things, threesomes, orgies, letting everybody touch you anywhere at any time. That's when sexually transmitted disease come in. HIV, AIDS, young pregnancy. You're robbing yourself from being a kid and a teenager and a young adult. And what I'm saying to you guys, the younger generation, is take your time to grow up. Take your time to be a kid. Don't take your time to have fun. Don't be in a rush to grow up. I know you heard this numerous times. When I tell you being a kid is the best thing you can ever do, be a kid. Thank you for joining me. Remember to be respectful, be tasteful, and I look forward to your response and have a great day. Good morning. Welcome to my podcast. The name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues on Relationships. My podcast will be no longer than 30 minutes. I will open up the floor. Please feel free to respond back. Please be respectful. I'll get back to you. My first topic is, what do you do after six months into a relationship and a representative is no longer there? And the real person shows up. This is a person you're not used to dealing with. Wouldn't it be nice if people be honest and say, I'm a liar. I'm a manipulator. I date a lot of people. I'm hateful. I'm disrespectful. I cheat. I'm rude. I'm jealous. I'm unworthy. I'm disloyal. Wouldn't it be nice that you wouldn't have to figure people out? So the topic of the day is, what do you do? when the representative is no longer there and the real person shows up. Thank you for listening. I look forward to hearing from you. Please feel free to respond back to me and enjoy your day. Good morning and welcome to my podcast. My name is Felicia Pearson. The name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. The topic for today is promiscuous. Being promiscuous and losing your virginity at a young age is the act or practice of having sex frequently with different partners or one night stand. In the Roman days, they would have orgies. They would have sexual ceremonies held in honor of the Greeks. When you are sexually active, you rob yourself from having a healthy sexual encounter or relationship with your future husband. Choosing to be promiscuous at a young age is a choice. Exploiting your body for someone else's personal gain. When you have sex at a young age, you wake up something, leave it asleep. It's called urges. 
and desires. When something is woken up too early, it becomes a strong desire or an impulse. Exploiting your body means to use your body for someone else's personal or selfish gain for profit. When you sit down and listen to older people, your grandmother, your father, your mother, your teacher, they all say, wait to have sex. When you have sex too young, you rob yourself from getting to know yourself. Let me raise a question. Can you trust someone with you? Can you trust someone with every inch of your body? Can you trust someone with your mind? When people try to convince you or make you believe it's okay to have sex at a young age, don't believe them. Because your hormones get out of control. It's hard to stop them. That's why you're told, wait until have sex. So you could be able to handle them. Losing your virginity at a young age. You become an inmate or a prisoner or enslaved to the flesh. And become a prisoner in your own body. When you start to imagine using your imagination, begin to start having desires, you will have to quench your thirst. You find yourself doing things, threesomes, orgies, letting everybody touch you anywhere at any time. That's when sexually transmitted disease come in. HIV, AIDS, young pregnancy. You're robbing yourself from being a kid and a teenager and a young adult. And what I'm saying to you guys, the younger generation, is take your time to grow up. Take your time to be a kid. Don't take your time to have fun. Don't be in a rush to grow up. I know you heard this numerous times. When I tell you being a kid is the best thing you can ever do, be a kid. Thank you for joining me. Remember to be respectful, be tasteful, and I look forward to your response and have a great day. Good morning. My name is Felicia Pearson and welcome to my podcast unmasking the issues in a relationship. I'm going to give you a few minutes to grab a cup of coffee. Come on, sit down on the couch, and let's talk. The topic for today is change. Were you listening? Were you paying attention? Were you too busy? Were you caught up at work? Could you see the signs coming? Could you see things slowly down and changing in a relationship do you know when things begin to change do you remember when things in a relationship begin to change 
Do you remember the time? Do you remember the second? Do you remember the moment? Do you remember the year the relationship began to change? When a relationship you are in with your partner, and what I mean by that, everyone has a pattern. Some people drive the same same way to work every day. Some people drink coffee every day. Some people eat the same breakfast every day. Have you ever felt like a stranger in your own home? And the person that's in there with you that you don't even know? And you're trying to figure out when did they show up? And they act as you don't live there. Who is the other person living in the house with you? Making you feel as though you're a visitor in your own home. When did this all start? I have heard people say after the relationship was over, I felt uncomfortable in my own home. I felt like a visitor in my home. And I'm seeing all that to say, guys, when you're in a relationship, if it's 10 years, two years, don't forget what it took to get them. And now that you got them, you're bored with them. And now when you're in a room together, it's not the same. What happened to the fight, the thrush, the the excitement, the thrill of seeing each other and courting a woman and cooking for your man? What happened to all of that? Go back to the very beginning when you first met and you touched hands and your eyes lit up and you got butterflies in your stomach and you couldn't wait to talk to this person and you used to be on the phone all night and y'all both fell asleep on the phone and woke up and said, oh, I can't wait to talk to this person. And now you're two years five years, ten years in a relationship, and now you can't stand anybody. You can't stand each other. What happened? Where did it go wrong? Think about the second, the moment, the year. Were you listening? Were you paying attention? Was it important to you? Did somebody else outside the relationship have more say than the person in the relationship had to say? Thank you guys for listening. Remember, be respectful, be tasteful. I look forward to hearing your response and have a great day. Good morning. My name is Felicia Pearson. The name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. The topic for today is deception. Deception is an action of deceiving someone, defined of believing something that is not true, the act of deceiving someone, the act of a statement intended to make someone believe something that is not true. Deception will give an appearance 
on oppression from different stories to sound true and be misleading that makes a person dishonest, disloyal, a manipulator. Deception can also be hurtful to another person. And I'll go on to share with you guys a story from a close friend and the experience that she had of abandonment, of feeling alone, um, feeling stressed out, not knowing the actual truth behind what went on and a deception that she didn't know exactly what was going on, but she knew something had happened and she was very unaware. My friend goes on to tell me a story between her and her sister and how she was on the phone with her sister. Um, she was in her car driving to her cousin's house. She called her sister and her and her sister had great dialogue and the sister said, um, what are you doing today? She was like, nothing stopping over cousin so-and-so's house. She said, well, I'm on my way to the check cashing place to get a money order for $650. She said, well, I'll hang up and call me back when you get done. Handle your business. So the sister said, no, everything's okay. So the sister goes on into the check cashing place. My friend says she can hear her sister in the check cashing place talking to the young man. Then all of a sudden, the phone went silent. So she goes over her cousin's house, and she tells her cousin, I was on the phone with my sister. The phone got disconnected. Um, she was buying a money order for $650. Maybe the service got disconnected. So I'm going to call her back, and her cousin agreed to call her back to make sure nothing happened to her. So after three times trying to call her sister, maybe 10 minutes later, she receives a text. And the text says, because I was on the phone with you, I lost my money order for $650. I cannot pay my rent. So my friend goes on to text her back and say, sorry to hear that. I hope you misplaced it, but I don't have any money. And if I had it, I would give it to you. Then she didn't hear anything else from her sister, no calls, no texts. So she explained to her cousin what happened. And the cousin said, I really think she's trying to get over on you. And my friend said, what do you mean? She said, remember you took out 20000 from out of the retirement to go back to school? And she may think you have this money. And she wants you to give her money for her rent. And my friend said, remember, I endorsed that check to the school. I have no money. I'm broke. So the cousin says, she doesn't know that. And then my friend goes on to say it's been six months to a year. She haven't heard from nieces, nephews, family members. And one day, out of the clear, she gets a phone call from one of her cousins. And her cousin say, how are you doing? She said, I'm doing great. You know, everyday stuff, you know, working. And how are you? She said, I'm not doing too fine. I received some phone calls about you, and I wanted to call and check up on you. And she was like, I'm okay. She said, um, your sister's been telling everybody that 
she lost her rent money because of you. She said, my friend said, yeah, she she's mad at me and she's not speaking to me because I was on the phone with her. And the cousin said, repeat that again. She said, yeah, I was on the phone with her and she lost her money and I'm the cause of it. And I don't have any money to give her back. So we haven't been talking or speaking or seeing each other. So the cousin says to my friend, that's not the story that's being told to the family. The story that's being told to the family is that you guys were together when she lost her money. So the cousin says to my friend, so you wasn't in a car with her? And my friend says, no, I wasn't even on the same side of town with her. I was at cousin so-and-so's house. Then the cousin goes on to say, seriously, you were not with her at all? And my friend goes on to say, no. So the cousin goes on to say, all this time, she had us believing that you guys were together in the same car or you might have stolen the money or whatever. But I want to apologize to you. Matter of fact, let me make a phone call. I'll call you right back. So as I'm listening to the story from my friend, I hear um, confusion, being deceitful, being dishonest. So I asked my friend, I heard everything you said, and I may sound redundant, but may I ask you a question? And my friend said, yes. Were you visually seeing her? Y'all were nowhere in the area. You were not in the car. You cannot even physically touch her. And my friend said, no. And to say all of this, guys, when you're being dishonest about a story and misleading, is very hurtful and very distasteful because my friend felt abandoned by her family. She was stressed. She even felt really, really bad that she didn't have the money to give to her sister And I know my friend, if she had it, she would have given it to her. And she fell into a state of depression because she didn't have the money to give. And I'm saying when you're dishonest about a story that you're going to tell somebody or share with somebody or share an experience with somebody, don't leave out nothing. Tell the whole story. Don't tell pieces and parts of the story. Don't pick out or choose the part that you desire for people to know. Because every part of that story is very valuable. And every part of that story is, is meat to the bread of life. I thank you guys for listening. The name of my podcast is Unmasking the issues in a relationship. You guys have a great day. Remember, I look forward to your response. Be respectful, be tasteful, and have a great day.